Hey everybody, this is RJ Thompson with uh, City View Podcast. We're doing another episode here in an incredibly quiet room. Um, I'm here with uh, Gabriella Gessler and Tyler Miller-Gordon, whom uh, are very well-known students here uh, at Youngstown State University, and I'll let them detail just exactly why they're well-known. But um, to, to address the scene for you here, we're, uh, we're sitting in Phelps Hall, second floor, which is the offices of the Regional and Economic Development Initiative Group, um, which is a part of the uh, research wing of the university. Um, and I'm actually in the uh, towards the tail end of a class. Um, I have Youngstown Design Works on Friday. So while we're talking, my students are actually working on the City View campaign. So... Um, They'll be the ones that'll make like your poster and things like that. But uh, say hello, guys. Hi. Hello. The latter of which, of course, is Tyler. Um, <laughs> just so so you guys are uh, calibrated to the voices. Um, so where do we begin? Um, you're both students here at YSU. Are you both seniors? Yes. Yes, I'm a senior as well. Okay. And Tyler, what's your major? I'm a double major in philosophy and French. Okay. I am exercise science pre-physical therapy. Two things that sound extreme, actually four <laughs> things that sound extremely hard uh, to me. Um, what brought you to YSU? Are you from the area? Did you grow up here? I am from the area. I'm from Austin Town, so it's about 20 minutes away. Um, and I, my sister, older sister, went here, and I kind of grew up in the community. So. No place like home. Absolutely. Yeah. So I'm actually from Hubbard, Ohio, um, but and YSU, when I was searching for schools, was actually my last choice because I saw the stigma of Youngstown that's often portrayed. But then through research and like the, the scholarships that were offered and the opportunities that I saw here, I came and I just loved it. And why is it exactly you guys are so popular? Or am I overblowing your popularity <laughs> here? I mean, to me, like these are the people to know on campus, but uh, you're involved in SGA. Yeah, so uh, I'm the president of Student Government Association for the 2016-2017 academic year. Okay. And I'm the executive vice president for student government and the vice president of academic affairs as well. So uh, you're very much a tag team in that <laughs> regard. Um, what, are, what are your duties as, as SGA officers include? What, what exactly is it that you do here? Um, so pretty much we try to abide by our mission, which in short form is to unite, to represent, and to serve. So what we do is we just uh, tackle initiatives and um, pioneer initiatives that and problems that students have here on campus in order to make the university the best possible place it can be. So we do that by running uh, body meetings and committee meetings and bringing together uh, campus leaders and uh, student representatives of each college in order to make all of this happen. Yeah, and just to go off of that, I definitely think we try to play the role of student advocates. Um, so that could span from a wide range of initiatives from basic services, looking at curriculum development, um, academic policies, and then focusing a lot this year on some affordability issues with textbooks and, um, and food insecurities, different things like that. So, so you're, you're both uh, very much um, on the ground with the students, getting their concerns, understanding their perspectives. And um, is this your first year as, I, I, or first, or I guess it's, do you have a two-year term or is it a one-year term? 
Um, it's a one-year term, which often provides for a little bit of uh, quick turnover, but um, Gabrielle and I have been involved in student government for a few years now, um, her for four, so I'll let her speak to that. But <laughs> Yeah, I started student government my freshman year, um, and it really reeled me into campus life and um, made me see the pride that the, that the campus carries, and I just really wanted to stay within all of that. And so um, I was on the executive committee on the executive board for three years, and then this is my first year as executive vice president. Okay, so you're very much uh, a legacy <laughs> in, in this sense, where, where Tyler isn't. Um, he's kind of fresh meat, uh, so to speak. But um, I, I guess the, w one of the things I'm really interested in, since you both represent the entire student body, um, and you've got, you're on the ground talking with students, understanding their perspectives, their concerns, you know, and also celebrating their successes. Um, how has that changed your um, perspective on, on the university? I would say that it, it changed my entire perspective on the university, as I already kind of spoke on. When I came to YSU, I wasn't necessarily the most excited about that, but um, really seeing the the amount of work that students put in and the amount of opportunities that we have and through the different opportunities that I've taken, I've met so many interesting and diverse individuals that it really <coughs> brought me to realize this uh, community that was here at YSU, and, and I live that every day, and I love it. So he's been converted. <laughs> um, but but you've you've been you've been doing this the entire your entire academic career thus far, um, so I would say that you know just from my own interpretation, like your perspective, you've you've made you've felt exactly like he does for a long time. But still, how does how does this these interactions with your fellow students change uh, your role and you know um, your perspective on the university? Sure. So I think my the interactions have really made me recognize who I am as an individual and as a student. And I think it's really highlighted um, the prioritization that YSU holds of incorporating and integrating the community around us and giving them experiences that are beyond curriculum and are beyond books and when we're in classrooms. And so I think that's something that really holds true to me. I also think it made me realize that my perspective, it's just one perspective, um, one initiative that I can be doing might be seen to me as a very vast um, impact. And when I implement it, you know, I think I'm really encouraging students or, or providing them with great opportunity, whereas other tasks that I may see as very minute can completely impact a vulnerable population or really assist students in their experience here. And are you finding that through all of your work that it, it's being appreciated by, by the students? I would say so. I think we're, we've really developed within the past two years to target initiatives that are impacting all of campus and not one specific, um, one specific area. And so there's a couple of things, um, as I mentioned, the affordability aspect. We started a food pantry on campus for students facing food insecurity, and I think... Great idea, by the way. <laughs> thank you. Um, and so seeing those students being impacted, you know, it's not just their education, um, it's their future, because that simple decision between having to choose paying for books or paying for their food for their kids, that's something that we don't want them to have to approach, and so we kind of want to omit that whole complication altogether for them. So I definitely would say um, we're, 
we have this unique opportunity because we're touching students' lives in a way that I never thought I ever would my entire life. So, Tyler, <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> well, I, I she's very succinct. Yeah, I know, right, right. Um, so, uh, so the food pantry is obviously a great idea, and I'm I'm glad you guys brought that uh, here and implemented it because you know, much like students that you've met in other disciplines and majors in the colleges here at the university. Um, my students sometimes have two, three jobs. Sometimes they do have families that that they have they have trouble feeding because they can't work, or uh, if they do, it's on a very limited capacity. So uh, that's very much, I think, a, a really great humanitarian driven thing. That well, you know, in in to your credit, it's it's broad view. You know, you're that is something that is really considerate of everyone, the whole. Um, you know, I, I remember uh, just uh, this might have been last year. We got those refillable water bottle things in Bliss Hall, and um, like that's that's really nice and that's great. That that I think SGA fought for that. Um, was that implemented across campus or yeah? yeah? Okay, so that's awesome. Again, like it, that's considerate of the whole. But I've been at other universities where SGA focuses on very specific, minute things and. It gets mired in politics, and who wants to deal with that? So thank you guys for, um, you know, doing such good work. But um, your terms end this year? Uh, yes, our terms will end in May or April, I guess you would say. So what is it you want to do or have yet to do before your term ends? So we actually have a lot of things on our plate, um, largely focusing on environmental and economic sustainability. So speaking to the food pantry, um, we've received such great support from the community in that effort, both the university community and the surrounding Youngstown community. And so we want to really um, keep that up. But as well, in, in, in addition to that, we are pioneering a textbook affordability initiative that actually Gabriella Gessler started with uh, Ashley Orr, which who, yep. who was the former president last year. And so we're really getting that off the ground with establishing a course collect collection and um, working f on educational tools for both faculty, staff, and students to use so that they can make the smartest decisions when choosing books and when buying books. Um, and then environmental sustainability-wise, we're really trying to benefit students agriculturally. Um, we're working on a couple different grants um, to, to really bring about that environmental consciousness um, for students and to really reduce the waste of the university while also supplementing them with more locally grown food. What, uh, who are the grant-giving institutions that, that you're applying to? Um, so we actually have two on the table that we're looking at right now. We have the Johnson Controls Grant, um, where we're applying for solar panels to put on the composting units that we have here at YSU. Um, where are those at? Uh, those are located right behind the facility the large building that steams sometimes where oh, they they it feels like it's raining it feels like it's raining but <laughs> where they where they handle the electrical and like temperature control um, of campus it's actually located right behind that and so the electrical and mechanical issues that the bins have been facing um, the solar powers would eliminate that kind of reliance that it has on the electricity from the university and and would hopefully counteract those problems but the second grant that we're involved in is the in-place grant through the National Endowments for the Arts. So Gabriella, Gabriella and I went to a couple of the public meetings about the grant, and then we really saw the opportunity um, to use the green infrastructure topic incorporated into the grant to, 
to potentially build a greenhouse or do some vertical agriculture downtown that not only benefits um, the university by providing some locally grown foods, but also benefits the community by, by giving, giving it more of a destination feel and really providing for some artistic elements there. Now, are you two are you two writing the grants just together, or do you have the full power of like your your team behind you? Um, I would definitely say it, it's a team effort. We are actually meeting a lot with Dan Kuzma, um, who's the director of recycling on campus. And when we brought him these ideas of you know improving composting and looking at the greenhouses, he was extremely excited um, and started throwing out these different resources for grants so he said he would assist in the process as well and then we're going to develop a student committee from our body for interested students and I think that's also a great you know opportunity that's unique to develop these committees get students involved in grant writing because it's something that you don't always get to experience on campus um, and then for the in place you know that I think the team environment has been really strong so far and we're just, we feel very fortunate to be integrated into that community. And I think um, it definitely speaks to how downtown and the university are starting to start to intermix. And um, it's just campuses expanding downtown beyond the hill more than it ever was before. So, you know, you actually brought up a, a really good point in insofar as like that relationship between downtown and the university. Um, Tyler, you're very much the cynic when it comes to that. I'm a philosopher. Uh, yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, indeed. So um, through your experiences, like how have you seen that, that relationship between downtown and the university grow? Um, I really think that there's a couple different things that I, I observed by just being a student on campus um, prior to being student government president that really connected that. Um, one of which being the entree, which is the the walk the safe walkway that's well lit and the stairs that lead directly do, to downtown. Um, also on the weekends, there's a university shuttle that's offered um, for on-campus students to be able to get safely downtown and safely back. I think that's extremely great for getting them into the community. Um, providing that transportation takes out a huge barrier for a lot of students. And then I also think that with the Wick Avenue project that um, it just began, they just had the... the the groundbreaking for. Yeah. Um, I think that that's going to serve as another means for students to be able to get downtown much easier and provide that, that entrance way because um, there's so many great resources downtown, um, not only great places to eat or have a drink, but also the Youngstown Business Incubator, which provides a lot of resources and internship opportunities for students and, and as well as just a lot of great workspaces as well. So, How have you seen that relationship change? Uh, similar to what Tyler mentioned, I think... It was an experience I had last spring. Um, I was in my office in SGA, and s someone came in the office and was kind of looking around for Ashley Orr, and then he stepped into mine and introduced himself right away, and that was Jim Kostler. And he handed me his card and sat down on my couch and said, I'd like to talk. So he had a meeting scheduled with Ashley, but we kind of held some conversation beforehand. And um, we are just speaking about the relationship of students in downtown and how we could increase um, their experience and their internship opportunities. And from that point on, I try to really pay attention to that growth. And um, by the end of spring, I felt like I was a part of a movement to revitalize Youngstown, reinstill its pride. Um, and then I think even into this fall, I, I start to see the progress that's made students that are, 
extremely involved at the YBI, as Tyler mentioned. And it's just, yeah, it's it's very unique. And I feel very privileged to be a student at YSU right now to, to assist in that process. It's exciting to be caught up in that wave, yeah. that momentum that you mentioned of, of changing this community. And it's infectious, too. Um, I'm sure that you guys have seen a lot of your fellow students kind of follow you in that sense, uh, at least I, I would hope. Um, it's hard to get some students that aren't from here or have that that cynical point of view about Youngstown to get involved. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I don't live here, but I call this my second home, and it's really exciting to be caught up in all of these things and everything that's going on. More to the point, being uh, a leader in that. So your representation as SGA officers, you, you know, you're very much a part of that, um, which is why you have, you know, Jim Costler, who could be busy doing a billion other things, <laughs> knocking on your door, <clears throat> asking for, for you or Ashley or, you know, Tyler, saying, this is what I need. I need your help in seeing it through. Um, that's very flattering. Let's not get too complimentary of Jim, okay? Because, you know, if he's listening, he'll take it. You know, he might get a big head about it. Um, Why did you two choose to run together? Um, So I actually asked Gabriella Gessler to be my my executive vice president. You do run as a ticket um, for student government elections because I saw the, the drive and the potential that she had to be an even greater leader. Um, through the spring semester last year, I was Secretary of Technology for Student Government, which is technically like a lower position that we, we all tend to work as equals. Um, and she was actually the Executive Vice President for that spring semester. And I just saw her blossom from her role as student vi- Vice President of Student Life the uh, semester before. And seeing that potential and seeing her passion and seeing her drive, I, I knew that there was nobody else that I could run with. Um, and I knew that I wanted to run because I knew I wanted to make a difference. And I, I saw the more that we worked together that really our vision of the university and our vision of the initiatives that we can take on um, really, really aligned with each other. So, so million dollar question. <laughs> Why did you agree to run with Tyler? Um, I think it's because of his laugh. No, um, <laughs> Tyler... Yeah, he took a position of Secretary of Technology that in the past kind of held its own stigma of um, being a position that was paid. You do minimal work, you put pictures on a website, and he completely developed it into a position that had initiative leading um, student discount cards and making it aesthetically pleasing and really teaching himself how to grow with coding and, and everything in IT that, you know, I never could accomplish myself and teach myself. And so seeing that was a true, I think it really spoke true to his motivation and I guess fierceness and leadership. <laughs> and, I, and I think it's a good balance for us. Um, I definitely think we have a good balance as a team together. And I think there's moments where I can sit very quiet and be very an- analytical and Tyler can you know, really voice everything I'm thinking and hold it true to his heart, so. Such a great adjective to, to describe someone. Adge- uh, I'm sorry, uh, fierce. That's great. But yeah, put put that on your resume. Just as a bullet point, Gabriella describes me as quote fierce. Look at 
that tie. It's nice. Pretty cool tie. It's a nice tie. Well, I'm more impressed that he's got the tie clip. You know, because anytime I wear a tie, I've got to have a tie clip. But uh, I'm just a heathen artist. I don't have to. I don't have to do that anymore. Um, so uh, your term ends, and uh, you both graduate. Okay. Um, how does that make you feel, knowing that like you've done all this good work, you don't want to see it go away? <clears throat> you need to. <clears throat> pardon me. Charge your followers, you know, the people that succeed you, excuse me, um, in following in your footsteps and leveling up what you've done. Do you have, um, do you have folks in mind that may be interested in continuing what you've started or, uh, is it, Hey, I'm, I'm gone. I'm graduated. You're on your own. Um, no, I'm not going to speak to any specific names of individuals. Well, no, you don't have to just to single them out. But, um, uh, Ashley Orr actually once wrote me a quote that says, um, leadership, I'm, this is, I'm going to butcher it, I promise, but leadership is, is not power, but empowerment. Um, and I think that that really speaks a lot to, to leadership in general and how you need to empower the people below you just as you kind of notioned that. And so the coolest thing about SGA is that you, your legacy after you leave is not um, over once you're gone. We have the opportunity to have lasting changes here on campus. Um, and even if there's no one who's quite ready to step up to the plate, I think that the seeing such great things happen on campus and the ability and the opportunity for even more things to happen really inspires them. And I think Gabby and I try every day to engage our representatives and the other members of our executive board and even some of the, the younger body members that we have into getting involved because it, it really takes that, that step in order to, to perpetuate you in the momentum up to the top or just into that advocacy. Um, I know Ashley Orr um, really did that for me. My freshman year, we were on the honors trustees together, um, and I really wasn't the type of guy to like do everything and get involved. And but she really just um, asked me one day to do something, and then she just kept asking me to do things. And and I had it in me, and it, there were things that I would want to do, but I, I just really needed to step outside of my comfort zone. And mm-hmm. I think that we tried to continue that. Um, um, every day, because I always make the joke that um, one day I just woke up and I was student government president. <laughs> because you get that tunnel vision once you once you set your heart to it and once you realize your goals and what you have. So what about you? Um, we have a very young body, but it is very diverse. So I think there's going to be a, a lot of great movement that comes from it that will in turn inspire all of our representatives and, um, yeah, I, d- I definitely can identify a few individuals already right off the gate who are strong. Um, but I, I definitely think it all comes down to Tyler, and I, I think it's not, yeah, it's not a position of power. These are positions of leadership and advocacy. And so to walk away and feel accomplished, it's great if we can promise longevity for a food pantry or set in place, um, you know, a policy for affordable textbooks. But if we walk away and don't have good delegation and don't, you know, instill some confidence in our younger leaders, then it's not accomplishing that second facet of our position. So I think that's something that we really want to focus on. Um, And, you know, I definitely think there's great potential and a lot of heart in in the members on SGA right now. I think I definitely think that's accurate. 
and I've seen a lot of good work come out of SGA even well before uh, you guys stepped up. So I'm looking forward to uh, seeing that continue well beyond your time here. So uh, we're kind of uh, ending on our time, but I, I was just curious, um, what's next after you graduate? Are you going to try to get a job? Are you going to go to grad school or what's going on? So for the past like five to six years, I've wanted to be a philosophy professor. Um, but this past summer, I actually took an extended backpacking trip throughout France um, since that's my second discipline that I never really like fully explored. And I really wanted to practice my language skills and experience the culture. Um, after coming back from that, I really transitioned my focus um, onto doing something related to my language skills. And so currently where I sit, I wish I would have done a little bit more preparation or taken that experience a little bit earlier on. I'm a little nebulous as to where I'm going, but it is hopefully going to be grad school um, and it's hopefully going to be in linguistics, um, French linguistics. And I, I would like to do that in a francophone country, um, whether that be Quebec, Canada or France or Belgium, where we're really looking into the opportunities at this point. <laughs> That's awesome. And once again, uh, France, uh, France strikes again, <laughs> removing another awesome potential <laughs> academic from from the pool. Uh, no, that sounds wonderful, uh, and you, you're going to get to uh, explore some some really great places and have some tremendous experiences. And you know, you're not going to be sitting behind a, a computer, you know, <laughs> and you're, you'll still be learning. So that's great. Uh, lay lay down a little bit of French for us. And hey, no cursing in French. I I'll pick it up. I get I get no, okay. no, not at all. Uh, what would you like me to say? Anything specific? Um, how about uh, compliment your 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 friend Gabrielle? Gabrielle, vous êtes si belle que je peux mourir. En attendant, le soleil, uh, le soleil réveille et avec moi le soleil couche. I don't know what he said, but I'm swooning a little bit. <laughs> Merci. <laughs> I'm not going to ask you to translate it. I'm going to leave it up to to a mystery for for our listening audience. Uh, what do you have going on, Gabriella, after you graduate? So hopefully, after graduating with my undergrad, I'd like to continue um, into a doctorate of physical therapy program, and then after that, I really want to focus in inpatient pediatrics and kind of look into research. I discovered through my leadership and involvement at YSU that I have a passion for low socioeconomic populations. So I definitely think um, regardless of where I go to grad school, I'd love to come back to Youngstown and even look into the possibilities mm. of expansions for free clinics for and pediatrics and really, you know, give back to a community that's given me so much. We'll be glad to have you back. Tyler can stay in France. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be coming home to visit. My family's here. You can never leave family. That's true. You can't. And um, for those that are interested, how can they learn more about what you both are doing in SGA? If you want to learn more about student government, um, you can always access our website, which is sga.ysu.edu, or follow us on any of our social media. Um, it's at YSUSGA for Twitter, and for Instagram, it's at YSU underscore SGA. Awesome. Well, thank you both for, for joining me today, and um, keep up the good work. Thank you so much. Thank you so much.